Hey guys, what's up? It's ARW Raw. I'm really excited because today I'm here with the amazing Rebecca Shapiro, who runs a really cool podcast that we're going to be talking about called Listening for Love. I know her because she is an assistant at a production company in LA and we met on a Zoom that was like a mixer. How are you doing, girl? How is everything today with you? Hi, I'm pretty good. It's been... It's been a pretty chill day. I'm working from home, so every day is kind of similar, but I try and keep things, you know, fresh and new with a different... I just got frozen yogurt for lunch, so that was my, that was my like, fun thing of the oh day. Oh my god, from where? That's from yo- so good. Yogurtland? It's, like, around the corner. From- oh, I love Yogurtland. What did you get? I got, like, <laughs> three different flavors. I got plain... Then they had like a cold brew flavor that was so good. And then like that a sounds bomb. birthday cake or something with some strawberries on top. It was really the best decision I've made in terms of lunch in a while. <laughs> so it was great. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Like what do you usually get for lunch with COVID and all? So I'm, I've been doing a lot more cooking. So I really don't eat out that much. I'll occasionally like order in for like dinner as like a fun thing. But generally for lunch, like I'll just you know, with like groceries, make a salad or sandwich. And I eat a lot of like wraps and turkey and like kind of just snack on whatever veggies are around. Like that's the cool thing I feel like about working from home now is I can just kind of eat when I'm actually hungry and like just listen to my body. (laughs) Just like eat that way instead of being like, you know, at the office, it's just, it's a little harder to, to plan. Me too. Yeah, I totally agree. Like being like, you know, I went to USC and then I was also doing a lot of internships. So I was always like running around and missing meals and stuff. This is a really interesting thing to talk about at the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, like I hate when it's like lunch break at one and you're like not even hungry. And then like later you want to eat and you're just like starving. Yeah. So it is really nice to be working from home. Yeah. And um, no, I feel like it's, it's all it's related. Cool. <laughs> No, it, it really is all related. And like, it's it's very interesting because I'm Jewish and I'm from Maryland. I think you're also Jewish yes, and from Maryland. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know, when you're living in ho- at home in Maryland and like you have a Jewish mom and stuff, she always like feeding you and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like once I moved to LA, I was just like so much skinnier and like, I just never ate. Like just running know. around town and just trying to find time to like just like remember that you have to take care of yourself <laughs> it's hard to do. Funny time to do anything literally <laughs> yeah for sure so it's really nice to be able to finally talk to you Rebecca and I'm really excited about this conversation just because like you're also a Jew from Maryland and you also have the whole perspective on life and dating and that whole scene I think that I have like very similar from what you post on social media um, so I would just love for you to like dive right in and talk about how you came up with this show, Listening for Love, like how you came up with this whole blind date thing. Like, what is it? You know, how did you think the idea up? And like, what are you trying to do with this during COVID? Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, buckle in, because here's the full story. Um, <laughs> it all started back in the beginning of the year. I saw Love is Blind, you know, that TV show that was like on Netflix and everyone was talking about it and I thought it was super cool, but something about it just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, oh, like, I feel like it's- I think I know what rubbed you the wrong way. It was Jessica and Mark. I think you're right (laughs) um, because they were annoying. But more than that, I was just kind of like frustrated that, I don't know, I wanted the audience to like also be blind to what was going on. 
like I thought it was weird that like they didn't see each other but like we all knew that they were all like hot and like whatever so I was thinking I was like what would it be if like the audience was flying to it what kind of tv show would that be and then I was like oh my gosh Rebecca you're an idiot that's not a tv show that's a podcast like you can't see what's going on so I had this idea potentially to do some kind of podcast but I hadn't ever produced a podcast before I you know I worked in production and I've done smaller things and I've kind of just you know dabbled in it here and there but I never really right committed to a podcast or anything like that so I kind of put it on the back burner at the beginning of the year and then when COVID hit you know I was home like everybody and just kind of figuring out like like I need a project I need something to do I love staying busy um and I just like woke up one morning and was like I think I want to start setting up all of my friends. Like, I love my friends. I think a lot of them would like each other. The way that I am, I just, like, know a bunch of people in, like, very different circles. Like, I have, you know, of course, some closer friends. But in general, like, just the way that I function, I just love meeting new people. And I was like, it would be so great to be able to introduce these people. So I started posting my friends' profiles, like, pictures and little bios about them on my Instagram story. And then I had, you know, my other friends just like like or heart or send the fire sign or whatever to some, anyone they were interested in. And if there was mutual interest, I connected them. So I like sent them both a message and they're like, congrats, you matched on Quarantinder, which was the name of this little game because of quarantine and Tinder, Quarantinder. Um, and it was super fun. Like people, I love that. People were loving it. Like people were coming out of, you know, the woodwork from like high school and different people reaching out being like, this is such a highlight during this time, such great entertainment for us, you know, at home to kind of see these couples and whatever. So it was super fun. I started doing like Zoom happy hours where I'd bring them in, um, different people in to like set them up and set, send them out into like breakout rooms and kind of like a little virtual speed dating situation. And those went super well. And then the summer came and everyone was kind of like kind of getting back into, you know, a little bit more of a normal routine. So there was less of a need or I don't know, like people weren't checking Instagram stories as much and people weren't as excited about meeting people over Zoom. People had a lot of Zoom fatigue and that kind of thing. So I kind of took a break from it. And then at the end of the summer, I was coming, I knew I was coming back to LA and something, I don't know how it happened, but it all just kind of came back together where I was like, wait, remember that like podcast I was thinking about at the beginning of the year? What if I kind of combine that with Quarantinder? And what if I just set up my friends on blind dates on a podcast? Like, that's how I can do it. I won't wait. It's a good idea. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I, you know, I went to Google and I was searching to see if there was anything like it and there wasn't. And I was like, you know, this is, this would be super fun. I can do it all myself because it's just like my friends that I'm setting up. And, um, you know, I bought like a cheap mic and a zoom membership and I just started recording. So it's been so fun. I've had like four, I think, yeah, we've recorded four episodes. We're recording another one this week. Um, and it's just been a great experience of like connecting with other people. Like, you know, they're connecting with each other, the guests on the show, but also like I feel really connected to people um, just being able to like host the podcast and engaging with, you know, the audience and that kind of thing. So it's been, it's been really cool. That's the, did I, I'm trying to think, did I leave anything out of the, of the story of how I got <laughs> to where we are right now. But I think that's oh, I think you covered everything. Like, 
I just think that sometimes, you know, we think of our best ideas when things are just like so crazy and hectic. Like I started my podcast in the winter, like December of 2019. Uh-huh. And then I just decided to really ramp it up once COVID started. Like I had been making like an episode a month and I was like, F it, I'm going to make an episode a week. Like, I think that's a good idea. Just like brighten people's mood up. And like, you know, that really took me into new places and into new collaborations with people because I would be like going through my Rolodex, like, oh, who's interesting? Because like, similar to you, you know, I've worked in a lot of production companies. I've been a lot of people's assistants or, you know, right. running their social media, that type of stuff. So I do know a lot of like big people and like celebrities, you know, artists right. and other people like that who are just interesting. And like, that's how I came up with this show, ARW Raw, like just like talking raw about different lifestyle things. And yeah. like, I think it's really, it's really important to take your ideas and to make your own show with it because we always tell ourselves, you know, oh, that probably already exists or like, I'm not going to bother too much right. work but it's so great when you can get your friends to come on and talk or your friends to help you make the show in your case like I make my whole show myself mm-hmm. but you know that's because I have so much experience from music like if I were you I would have done the same thing and it's totally really to hear about that it's um you know like what do you hope to achieve with it like what what sort of reach do you wanted to have like are you trying to get all sorts of big people on there or something or are you just trying to like focus on your people and connect the people who you know as like a Jewish matchmaking queen. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it can go so many different ways. And that's why I'm really excited about it. Um, I decided that I just kind of uh, like kind of to go back a minute, like I was waiting kind of for someone to give me the okay to make something, you know, I'm, I've been an assistant, I don't feel like I, I kind of fell into the role of like, I'm not qualified enough to like just do anything yet. And then with this, I just decided like, I might as well just start it with my friends and we'll see where it goes from there. So in terms of like the reach and what I hope to achieve, I think it can go a few ways. So one is, you know, it just stays my friends and it stays kind of this, you know, smaller production. And we have some loyal listeners, which we already do. Like it's already had like a really good, great audience, better than I could have, you know, ever hoped. And it's just because of word of mouth, people sharing it with each other. And then another step beyond that is, you know, I've been reaching out to like sponsors and hopefully we're going to get some coverage and, you know, some local magazines and stuff like that. And hopefully that will expand the audience. Um, And then in terms of guests, we do have um, like two of the guests so far have had, they're like pretty, one is like a YouTuber and one is, you know, a, a more up and coming TikToker and like have a really big following. But what's cool about the show is, at the moment, it's anonymous. So the guests who come on, they come up with fake names and uh, it's completely anonymous. So people can't really go and look them up during the episode. And that way people stay, you know, part of this kind of blind dating experience for the audience too. Um, And down the line, we hope to have follow-ups with people and depending on what people are comfortable with, guests might reveal who they are and then we'll kind of bring in, you know, some of these audiences. Um, But it's been cool because I feel like, you know, maybe not in the case of the, of my recent guests, but maybe going forward, like if there are people who have, you know, a bit bigger of a following, they may have a harder time with dating or something because people maybe only care about, you know, their followers or that kind of thing. So it's kind of nice to share. And all the fake stuff in Hollywood. Exactly. So it's kind of a nice way of stripping all of that down. Like for the obvious reasons of, you know, it's less superficial because you can't see them, but beyond that, just kind of not really knowing what the other person, you know, does, like, you know what their job is, but you don't know, like, to what extent, so it's been really cool, and I think I'm, I'll be happy with it 
however it turns out, like if nothing else, it's been such a good experience in like learning that I can just produce something and host something on my own with the help of my friends that I've made since I started out. So it's a great, it's been a great, great learning experience. And like, I'm just really happy that I just like went for it, you know, and I would encourage anybody. Yeah. It's like, you know, went for it. Like, yeah, I'm in the same. Too. Yeah. I totally get that. Like just working for so many other people and like having your own side stuff, like your own TikTok and like, you know, in my case rap, but like having your own side thing and turning it into something bigger mm-hmm. is so amazing. And like, I hope to do the same thing with my show, which is like get more press, you know, get new listeners from different places and really like just get the brand moving on it. I think it's so important just to like put the work in, you know? Yeah. And that's, and and that's part of it too. Like really just realizing kind of in a low stakes situation, because this is pretty low stakes. It came from nothing that like, you know, learning how to reach out to people, how to do partnerships, how to, you know, get press and that kind of thing um, on your own, reaching out yourself. And like, like you said, like putting in that work, it takes practice. So it's good to do it for something that's, you know, smaller and lower stakes. And then when you have to do it for, you know, a big project, then you know what you're doing. And like, you know, I'm so impressed by, I look at your like social media and like even just your presence with like, you know, being an artist and everything like that's super cool to see those types of, you know, posts and, and, you know, your presence and like learning from that. And I think that that that's the coolest part about being kind of at the level and age that we're at now is like, we're just, making these connections and learning from each other and like helping boost each other by going, you know, going on each other's podcasts and promoting. And I just, I, that's my favorite part about kind of being, as you say, like, I don't know, like young in LA or like young in a creative world. Um, Yeah. Like you're young in LA and you're hustling. I totally feel you. And I'm, I really think that, you know, we're going to be friends for a long time and like connections in the industry or whatever, like, when we were on that Zoom, I think it was from the Come Up Cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it, yeah, that's what it was. It was cool because it's like for everyone listening to this podcast, I think I've talked about this before because I was on their like first commercial and stuff. But um, basically, you know, it's it's an organization that connects all these creatives um, in Los Angeles, New York, like any big cities or anywhere now because of COVID. But we all would like Zoom and like do meetups. You know, they haven't really had any recently that I know of, but they were doing a lot beforehand. and. I really, really, really enjoy it because you can meet different people. And like when you were talking about like, oh, I made my own TikTok and like, I love comedy and all this stuff. It got me really interested. Right. And just interested in what you do. And like, that's how I found your podcast and how I wanted to have you on the show. And like, and like, hopefully we can go to a concert together or meet up or something once COVID. (laughs) Do something like, or at least before COVID, we're going to walk or something and like hang out. But like, it's just the vibe is like, you're on the same vibe as me, which is like, you're making something of yourself while also like working for other people and moving your way up because like, that's how you have to do it now. Like you can't have all your eggs in one basket and be like, Oh, I'm just going to work for this guy and like become the executive producer for him or like become like the head writer. Like you can't just like think like that now. Cause like life is so much crazier. Right. Totally. I mean, I think, I think this time has pushed everybody kind of out and up and like just forced everybody to, really like think about what they're interested in and then also just get creative with their creativity like figure out okay like you know either like I don't have work or I'm in work but things aren't moving the way that you know as fast as I would like it to be or anything like that and I think this time has kind of really like pushed 
you know, myself, but I'm sure other people to really like think like, okay, what are, what are the projects I want to be doing? I no longer have the excuse, like I don't have enough time or, or anything like that. And like, that's how this came to be. Like, I also, you know, you mentioned like I got on TikTok, which I just like didn't even, I didn't like know what it was before COVID happened. And then like, I opened it and was like, what is this world? And now I'm obsessed and I make so many videos and you know I started I'm TikTok because my music's on there but I'm really bad at it I will help you <laughs> I love it and I feel like I've also helped some of my friends who like actually have really cool talents like I joke around that I'm on TikTok without like really much talent I'm just like fun and like good at making random things but if I had the talent that a lot of my friends did like I would really be able to cultivate a presence so I always love helping my friends with their like TikTok presence because I'm like it's so easy like you already have the talent we just have to figure out a way to like showcase it in a really cool way on this app so it's been it's been fun to learn myself and then like also help my friends do it and it's such a new you know an exciting up-and-coming platform like I think that's where all the future talent is going to come from like that's where our next snl stars are and all of that kind of thing so i totally agree and like i definitely think like i could see myself being on snl like a lot of people have told me that and like because i do improv and i'm um, stand up and like totally. crazy jewish rap. the people i always say that to me and i'm like i could totally see myself doing that but again like you said like the tiktok stars are totally gonna be the people i definitely think everything's gonna go in that direction like it's definitely yeah. not stopping which is so cool because it it's it is, it's kind of when like YouTube started too, but it's giving a chance to people to like, you know, for the, uh, I don't know, for the people to find talent. It's not just like the managers and agents and everything to be discovered. You don't need to have money. You don't need to move to LA. You don't need to do all those things. Like there's so much talent just that people are showcasing from their bedrooms in the middle of the country. So like, I think it's such a cool way to like open up the world of entertainment to everyone and like that's been so fun for me to to like I don't know explore and get into on TikTok so I'm down to we can discuss your TikTok presence <laughs> yes I would love to I love oh it oh my gosh that's so great it's just crazy it is I was I also just remembered then you were talking back about like having you know a boyfriend that's so supportive like of your you know, career and dreams. And like, I think that's so important. That's something that I feel like, you know, a lot of people in LA don't necessarily have when they don't like, um, like, I think it's really tricky to like find, like the city is just full of people who are all so, you know, trying to pursue their dreams that they, it's hard for them to like take a second and like support other people. So I think it's super great that, you know, y'all have such a great, you know, reciprocal relationship and, that's just yeah. Cool. yeah. That's what I'm like hoping to help you know other people find with the podcast. Do you but, have no. a boyfriend? I don't. No, I've been I've been single for a couple of years since I moved to LA, really. Uh, but it's been I don't know. I go back and forth because I don't I don't want to say that's the only reason, but like you know I was dating someone in college, and I don't think that I would be doing all the things that I would be that I've done or that I, that I'm kind of excited about if I was still, you know, dating someone. And like, I'm sure once I was here and I, if I started dating someone, it'd be different, but like, I don't think I would have moved to LA, you know, like, I think I would have 
just, you know, stayed on the East Coast. And I was supposed to be a child, uh, like, I was a child development major. So I was supposed to work in a school, like work in a nonprofit, which is all really great work that I'm excited still about maybe doing somehow in the future. But I just don't think I would have made the jump to like move to a new city and pursue entertainment if I, you know, if I hadn't been single at the time. So I don't know. I don't, I don't like to say that that's for sure, but in some ways I feel like, you know, breakups are always hard, but it's, it's cool to be able to now see everything that I've accomplished because I kind of felt like I had wings that, <laughs> and I could go somewhere and try something. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but a year or two ago, you know, I was really struggling when I first moved here and in my job and stuff like that, but like, I wasn't posting that on social media. So like, I do think it's, it's a lesson, I guess, to like everyone that it's, it's, you know, you have to have a personality that's out in the world for your brand, especially when your brand is yourself, um, that it does get, I don't know, tricky. And, and you want to kind of like scream at people and be like, but this isn't all me. Like I'm also this. And yeah. yeah. Oh my God. This completely conveys how I, it is frustrating for people to see your Instagram and be like, Oh, like I've seen what you've been up to, blah, 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 blah. Like they think they know every single thing you've done. They think that they know like what your life is and they really, really don't. Right. No, it's hard. It's wild and it's weird to even have to think about it. And I don't think a lot of people think about it early enough on, like while they're creating presence, I guess. Um, but there are moments where I'm like, is this really what I want to do? Like, do I want to keep you know, making these things or they want to stay more behind the camera and, you know, behind the scenes. And so it's a constant pull back and forth between like, you know, I want to advance my career. And I think a good way of advancing my career is also, you know, advancing my brand as a person. But like, how much do I want, like, you know, me as Rebecca Shapiro to be a brand or something versus do I just want to be behind the scene? I don't know. So I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot. So this conversation is hard because they'll tell you that like everyone in the industry is like, Oh, what do you want to do? Do you want to be a celebrity or do you want to be a producer? You know, <laughs> like I'm assuming you want to produce, right? Like I thought that that's yeah. what I've heard about you from yeah, online. Yeah. I want to be a producer. Yeah. Cause I, I want to produce too. Yeah. So yeah, like you want to make your own stuff and you want to like control everything and like have your own brand and like, it is really hard girl and like to give you honest advice like you just have to do you and you have to just say like f the haters like i'm doing me like i know for a fact if i didn't rap like i wouldn't have changed a lot of people's lives like so many people have come to me and been like you literally have changed my life just through your music like one of my biggest fans she had really bad cancer and she actually overcame it and she was like she came on my podcast you can listen to it. it's like the fourth or fifth episode i think and she was like talking about like oh, like, your music really motivated me, and, like, it just helped me a lot, like, get through the time, and, um, I actually had her do my makeup on my music video for I Always Win, the one I dropped with, like, the coffin yeah. and, like, all the crazy outfits, like, she did all the makeup for that, and, like, wow, that's it really amazing. uplifted her to do it, and it, like, yeah, and it really uplifted her to do that, and I'm, like, look, if I can literally just change one person's life, like, that's all that I, that matters to me, like, totally. doing what I love, if I can, like, influence people positively, like, that, that means the world to you have to think for yourself and be like, what do I want to do with my life? And like, do I want to have a podcast? Would that make me happy? Would that make me feel more fulfilled? And like, if the answer is yes, like, then you got to do it, you know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it already had, like, I can already feel, I already feel how 
great it feels to be able to pull together like you know my friends and my connections and everything to create something and that already just feels amazing just to be able to like just to make something that like you said like it as long as it's having some kind of impact or like influence on other people's lives like that is so fulfilling just to be able to tell people you know people are saying when they listen to the podcast they're like oh like you know, it, it's now my Friday afternoon routine because it comes out on Fridays and it's really cathartic to listen to other people. Do you edit it? Do you like edit it or do you just like release it as it no. is? So it's a little bit edited. My friend Haley, she's incredible. We actually used to work together. She, um, she puts it together, but it's not super edited. So it's mainly just like she'll add in some of the music and the credits and um, you know, if there's any technical issues, but in terms of like the content, what they're talking about, it's completely like just us listening to a first date. Um, you know, I introduce them and I give them some questions and stuff, but generally it feels like you're just kind of sitting there like in it, like listening. And it's just, it is really soothing and interesting to just be able to like, you know, can you're, you're not even there, but you feel connected to their conversation in some way. So it's a really, I think. Yeah, it's like, I totally agree. Like hosting this podcast, like I've had so many people tell me like about really private stuff. Like last week I had my friend on who's best friends with Paris Hilton on the show. And he talked about like when he has, how he's known Paris since like my Paris's new BFF, um, you know, like all his stuff, like my, my time with Paris, whatever the shows were. And he just, you know, like, talked about how she's real and all this stuff. And he's like, I've never really talked about this before in an interview. Like, you're just my good friend. So that's why I feel comfortable. Totally. And it's, it's, it's interesting to be able to get, like, you know, people who are celebrities or people who are close friends alike right. to talk about things when they didn't even, up. like, know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's awesome during COVID, too. I totally agree. And, like, that kind of segues me into my next question, which is basically, like, what do you think of finding love during COVID? Like, do you think COVID has changed dating and love forever based on what you've heard in these podcasts? Like, do you think people have different expectations now? Or do you think that things will eventually go back to normal, which is just like the swipe, like one night stand and then ghost? Yeah. Oh, really great question. I think (laughs) so many- Really intense question. It's a really great question because I've spent so much time thinking about it and I have a couple of thoughts. So one is just, you know, COVID has changed the way that even people can date in the first place, right? So like, there is no option of meeting people in person, really. Like you're barely, even if you see someone, everyone's wearing masks. If you go over to someone that's strange because you should be keeping your distance, like, there's all of these things that are just so many barriers for people to be making connections. So it just feels like an impossible task to meet anyone in a genuine way. So that means the only other option that I've heard about is a dating app and then maybe a dating podcast. But it's just really so interesting to like think about how that has like really influenced like it's it's hard like I always had friends and and family and I've heard it a couple times maybe you have too where they say that like you know you shouldn't like seek out love or you shouldn't like you know work so hard to find it because as long as you're going in your circles and you're doing what you love the people the right people will you'll cross paths with them when you're doing the things that you love and I love yes I'm like and that's how you have to do it like seriously and that was like you're not doing anything you love exactly you're doing so I loved that idea I always used to put that in my mind and I would tell other people that 
But now it feels so terrible to say that to someone because it's like, what are your own circles, your own circles and your own apartment? Like that's just not, you know, how it's going to happen. So I think dating during COVID is so strange in terms of how, whether it's going to change it for the future. I definitely think it's going to affect at least, you know, our generation in some way. I'm not sure how, you know, in what way, but like, you know, people are forced to take things slower, to go on social distant dates, to really like spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, is this the person that I want to spend time with? Because there's so much more risk involved. So I definitely think it's going to change it for a little bit. The question is when things go back to normal, will people just bounce back right away, go back to dating and swiping and all of that kind of thing. I'm hoping it won't for a little because people are going to be so excited about going out to like meet people in real life. Like hopefully we'll just spring back into like, you know, excitement around other humans and that kind of thing. Like that's what I'm hoping for. That's my, that's my best case scenario uh, situation. Like I know personally, hopefully I'll be better and like going to a coffee shop or going to a party, like hopefully I'll just, you know, strike up a conversation with someone just because we haven't been able to do it for so long. I think it's really great and uplifting that you are trying to help people right now. And like, it's so cool that we went through that networking Zoom and that like, you know, you discussed how the entertainment industry is different right now and it's difficult, but you're working from home. Mm -hmm. And like, we all talked about our opportunities and like what we're doing to make our dreams happen during this time, because I feel like we do need more conversations like that. And like, you know, it's, you just really opened my eyes to everything being like, wow, like there's people who are straight up alone right now. Like I've been in a like long-term relationship for almost three years now. I just kind of like, I f almost forgot what it was like. Yeah. Like being single or like different guys or whatever. It's just like, there's so much drama attached to it. And like, yeah. it's just so hard. And like, I feel like so many people are going to give up, but I think that your show could inspire a lot of people to like have the courage to keep going and have the, yeah. have the, um, just motivation because like you know everyone just wants to get to know someone on a first date they're not on the first date to like have sex with them or whatever I mean unless you're like that type of person but right. I think in general you know most people just want to meet someone and understand who they are you know what they like what they don't like like where they're from whatever their their past they just want to hear about you know the details and I think that your podcast is really onto something like I definitely think that everyone should check it out you guys like check it out it's listening for love and the social is listening for love on Instagram? Yeah, so it's on Instagram, it's at listening for love, like completely spelled out. On Twitter, it's listening, the number four, love. And then that's it. That's our social. Awesome. Just for everyone to check you out. We're um, going to roll out soon. So keep, t well, you know, tune in on the Instagram. We're going to roll out like this option basically to have people send in voice messages where they can like pitch us a friend of theirs to be on the show. Um, and then we'll that like, so good. I have a friend of mine for you. Perfect. So we'll definitely have to do that. And I think it'll be a fun way of like <laughs> using the voice messages. Cause then we can play that at the beginning of like the episode instead of me like pitching who the people are, their friends will, and it'll kind of keep that, you know? Yeah. Sort of and like, feeling. That's so good. And I can't wait to see that be rolled out. Like I saw that on your story that you're posting about that. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And I think, again, like, it's just really inspiring what you're doing. And I really think it could help a lot of people. So like, we need much more of that in the world. And I think you are definitely one of the biggest people spreading that right now, like in the podcast space, who I know. I mean, you, I mean, you too, like what, like you were saying, I think that, you know, people will make fun of what they're 
nervous about or what they don't know how to do and what they're jealous of. And like, people always say like, you know, it's, it's weird or it's different until it's big. And then it's not like the whole point, like the people who take off the people who have interesting ideas and who are putting themselves out there. Like those are the people that people like to, you know, listen to their music, listen to their podcast, watch them on TV. It's the people who really put themselves out there. But like, in order to get there, like, you're going to get a lot of, you know, hate along the way, because in those early days, people don't see that vision, you know, they don't see what you can see. Um, and I think it's just inspiring, totally. you know, you've, in, you inspire me that you that you're, you know, 100% like, putting yourself out there and just doing what it takes to, you know, like you said, like putting in the work and not, I mean, you, you definitely can internalize some of the things people say, I do that too, but not letting it, you know, affect you in yeah. the run, um, which I think is. Yeah. Awesome. That means a lot to me. Thank you. And like, I feel the same from you totally. Like it is really hard when someone gives us a hard criticism or like a hard judgment and like, it's not true, but it's something we're insecure about, or it's like something that people mm-hmm. have said a lot. So it makes you upset, but like, you know, we all have to motivate each other. And like, I'm really glad that we met like even through, you know, virtual through the cocktails thing. And it's just, it's just cool to like know other people who are doing their own thing because, you know, I'm also someone who's like, okay, I have my normal work life and then I have my rap and it's like, you can do both. And like, I guess I'm one of those people proving that and you are too. And I think, you know, it is a really hard lifestyle putting all of your money from your work into like, rent and into you know your music or your creations and that or your productions whatever it is and then that's kind of it right like you don't have too much left over but like as long as you're making what you want to happen happen and you are moving up and you are actively doing things with your life you know your dreams are going to happen if you keep putting in the work and I'm really lucky to have you know all of the support that I have from all my fans and all my friends and like people like you who are my new friends from COVID, just like meeting them, you know, online through mixers and like different conversation groups and stuff. I think, you know, it's really, really cool that we can do that. And I can't wait to see your podcast take off, Rebecca, honestly. I think that you're going to have a lot of listeners, like, once it gets in a big magazine or something. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> and I appreciate well, you. I can see that all the work you're putting yeah. in. Yeah, thank you. And this is, you know, this helps too, like some new, hopefully listeners, thanks to this. And so I really appreciate that. And you. Well, everyone go check out Rebecca's podcast, Listening for Love. Follow them on social media. Instagram is Listening for Love. Twitter is Listening, number four, love. And yeah, I guess hopefully we'll have like a return episode in a few years and you'll be like, you know, Refinery 29's biggest creator of the year or whatever. <laughs> love it. For it. Thanks yeah. so much. I'll talk to you later. Bye.